are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 and 18, it reads, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. As we conclude this season of intensive prayer and fasting, Reverend Lindsay preaches about the prayer attitudes or prayer postures that will keep us going and make our prayer effective. Prayer is a communication, a two-way affair, not just about us speaking, but also being ready and willing to hear from God. So let us listen into this anointed word and learn to keep speaking to the Lord and be ready whenever and wherever to wait upon Him as He renews our strength. Be blessed. in the name of Jesus, no other name means so much ever will ever mean as much as the name Jesus Christ. Thank you that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things above, of things on the earth, and of things beneath the earth. We come in that name this morning. We come in the name of Jesus Christ. May that name lead us. May that name mediate between us. Bible calls him the mediator between God and man. The man Jesus Christ. We pray today, make this place Mount Zion where your presence dwells. Bring on the innumerable company of angels. Bring on the blood of the sprinkling. That speaks better things than the blood of evil. And I pray God, the righteous judge, will be in the midst of us. Holy Spirit, do it as you've always done. And bring glory to the name of the Father. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. <clears throat> Please put your hands together for the Lord. And be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, we have been going through our season of withdrawal. Um, this weekend, Saturday, was the last of the three-week withdrawal, season of withdrawal, season of intensive prayer. I'm happy we didn't call it season of prayer, you know, because season of prayer means that, well, we finish praying, but it's a season of intensive prayer, all right? There's always an important thing to do to intensify, to give a push extra push. So we did it with fasting for three weeks. But I want to share with you something that will... Um, <clears throat> usually, prayer has become to Christians like marriage. You know? Let me see why. One time, a wife came to us, the pastors, and uh, her complaint was, well, we've been married for five years. 
and I can count on my fingertips how many times my husband has told me I love you. And so we found it very funny because we know this man is a very good man, very Christian man, and how could, how could it be? So we asked the man, we called a meeting and we sat down. And then the man said, oh, yeah, it's true. And then before we could say anything, the man turned to the woman, by the way, I want you to know, when we got married, I told you I love you, and, but I have not changed my mind. I don't need to be telling you every time. I looked at the man and I said, you're a bushman. You're a bushman. Before you married this woman, a lot of guys were telling, I, t- I love you, I love you, I love you. You blocked all of them with the assurance that you will hear I love you from you. And now that all the guys have gone, I'm telling her to remember that on the wedding day, you said I love you and that should suffice. I said, then you should have a wedding every day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, but that's not a good thing. You see, love is not an event. It's a lifestyle. Hallelujah. Love, I'll say it again. Love is not an event. Love is not something you do once. Love, love is a spirit. That's why God has given us a spirit of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Therefore, I'm saying this to say, that the same way that the woman was not happy and the man changed and from that time the woman was flooded with love you know red petals lining the doorway all kinds of things different expressions of love when it comes to God many Christians make prayer like a honeymoon a marriage type of thing like in the year we do all our prayer in three weeks and after that we relax the Lord should remember that in January we did prayer. If he doesn't hear our voice, you should just play a recording of the prayers that we prayed in January. That is how Christians behave. Do you see the point? That's how Christians behave, but it should not be the case. Jesus Christ actually said in Luke chapter 18 and verse 1 that men always ought to pray and not to faint. Men always, not sometimes, not at the beginning of the year, but always ought to pray always somebody says always 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 means two things all the way through or in every way all way wherever you find yourself and do it all the way through so it's all the way through multiple all ways and all the ways through so you should pray everywhere in every situation and at all times so i came here to remind you because i feel that some of us have been really fired up after the prayer I mean, I haven't seen it. We were here from Thursday. Didn't go home till Saturday. Lock in. Clap for the Lord Jesus. It was very powerful. Very anointed. Yeah, people with their pillows, people with their beds, people with their bananas, with their water. At that point, somebody said, me, I'm going for pizza. I said, no problem, no problem. I looked, I nearly said, man, pizza. I said, look, relax. It's okay. God is not averse to pizza. I mean, so brother Peter, everybody just enjoy. Hallelujah. And then we prayed. Now, I am just wondering if that becomes a lifestyle rather than an event, how your life will be. So Jesus Christ says, men always, not only men, men as in humankind, 
not just the men, but women. Okay, women always ought to pray and not to faint. Esther, women always ought to pay, pray and not to faint, not to get tired or not to give up. Do you get the point? Then Paul said, pray without season. Don't stop. Pray without stopping. In other words, don't pray episode and then we stop. Many of us have treated God like a um, raincoat. If it doesn't rain, we don't need you. Or expect tire. Many of you, the day that your tire will have an issue, you will not even know where you come to find your tire. These days, they don't even put the tires in obvious places. That's right. Yeah, and when they put it in obvious places, it's not conventional the way you even take it out. Some of them have locks that you may not have the lock. So you have to actually be aware of these things. Emergencies don't always occur. When emergencies occur, it is the way that we have treated other people without emergency that gives us an ability to deal with the emergency. Actually, you cannot, as a doctor or a nurse, be allowed to work in the emergency until you have learned how to work in the regular medical floor. Because it's your, the habits you pick up without emergency that help you during emergency. Because during emergency, you can't think. So your habits kick in. If I can assure you, when you are in a dire situation, you can't pray. Oh, I challenge you. That brings, you even forget the scriptures. You even forget that there is a God. You can be so overwhelmed that you don't pray. So it is, prayer must be a habit. You get the point. I mean, just like money must be a habitual thing you get. You don't just go and work in the first month and say the rest of the year can go. No. <laughs> You work and they give you every two weeks, every two weeks, so that when there is an emergency, money is not a problem. Hey, it's continual. How come we do all these things, but when it comes to prayer, we just make it as if we're done. Mercy. Pray without season. So today I'm going to share with you the many postures or many things that make prayer effective. You know, I'm going to share a few prayer attitudes or prayer positions or prayer um, stance that will keep you going in various ways. Now, prayer is a very important thing. Do you know that? Prayer is hugely important. Now, the reason I'm saying that is that I think you should bring that scripture, Romans chapter 5, if it's, if it's verse 17 or verse 14, that talks about the fact that God, even God, who calleth the things that be not as though they were. Find that scripture. Even God, who calleth who uh, 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 quickens the dead, quickens the dead, quickeneth the dead, and call it the things that be not as though they were. Now, that is God. God, what he does, he quickens the dead. You see, there's a scripture, Romans chapter 4, verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee, Abraham, that's Abraham, a father of many nations, before whom he believed. Even God, even God, even, someone say, even God, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calls those things which be not as though they were. Now, God, the two things, the way he brings things to pass. Number one, things that are dead, he brings them alive. He puts life. Man was dead. He made man out of the dead of the ground. That's, he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Man became a living soul. That's life. That's life. Jesus died and resurrected. You see? People have been there who have died and they've laid hands and they've raised. That's God. He makes, quickens the dead. 
And he next thing he does to bring things to Christ, he calls the things that be not as though they were. It means that something that didn't exist, and you speak it into being. Like our sister was just giving the testimony. They prayed and they spoke a confession that we're going to get a car, a car that's going to be nicer than the one before. That was a prayer, you know? Prayer is not just a standing in a corner, speak. Now I've realized that even my little statements, and I'm going to show you, on a daily, regular basis, seeking the face of the Lord have been answered. My conversations have been answered. It's true. Because that's what we mean by pray without season. When you are with your friend, and then there's an issue, oh, by the grace of God, it's going to be okay. That's a prayer. Man. Yeah, calling the things that be not as though they were. Don't make us this kind of spooky behavior. Bye, bye, then we know that you are praying. One time, <laughs> one of my close friends was having a little discussion with high tones with the wife. And I heard from her father, the wife said, Why are you using your prayer voice on me? Why are you using your prayer voice on me? So I went close to find out what it is. And I said, yes, yeah, he's doing his prayer voice. I said, why should you even have a prayer voice? As if God doesn't hear regular voices. Baya! Baya! What is baya? There you go. Do the baya, but also when you are walking around, speak, oh God, you're so good. Amen. It is done according to your will. It's going to be victorious. Amen. Today is going to be a blessed day. Amen. Glory be to God. Hey. I am passing these exams. Last hey. year the grades were not good. But this year, God, I confess. I thank you that I'm going forward. Amen. That is not look like a prayer voice. But it can be powerful. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm going to show you a few things in the Bible. Hey. You see? So a prayer voice presupposes that when you speak normally, God doesn't hear. Well, if that's the case, then it's a problem. You know, because in your office, you can't do fire. <laughs> they will fire you out of the place. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, there's nothing like a prayer voice. Pray without season. Pray in your soft voice. Pray, you know. Hey, look, Amen. in the toilet, I pray. In the bathroom, I pray. In my car, I pray. I'm here, I'm praying. As I'm sitting, I'm praying. The Bible says the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. No God. That's right. It's hard. Bring some 14. The fool. It is foolishness to behave as if there's no God. And look at how God's. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. The Bible says they are corrupt. They have done abominable works. And there's none that do it good now. The, uh, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. So usually people don't say with their mouth that there is right. no God. Right. They say with their actions. Look at the verse 2. God is looking. How did God find out this fool has said? He said by their actions. He said, the Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men. That's how he found out that people are saying that there is no God. To see if there were any that did understand and that did seek God. New King James says he looked at the actions. Okay, you know, bring it down. Uh, to look down from heaven upon the to see if they were understanding and seeking God. Then verse 3, watch this. They all turned aside. They have together become corrupt. There's no one that does good. No, not one. Verse 4. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up people. But there's a place, I think it's in King James, that says their works, their actions. 
their actions. You see, I think it's New Living Translation. Bring the New Living Translation. See, their actions show. Their actions, their position, their works show. Okay? So, no, go to verse 3, verse 2 and verse 3. Good. Look at that. The Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God, if anyone's praying, seeking God. What did he find? Verse 3. But no, all have turned away and have become corrupt. No one does good, not even a single one. See, so the Lord, he looks down. What is he looking? He didn't turn his ear to the ground to hear. He looks. That's Prayer right. is an inclination, is an attitude, is a posture. And I'm going to explain to you some of the things that are equivalent to prayer, which your lifestyle should associate with. Amen. As we go forward, have a lifestyle of prayer, of communication with God. By the way, prayer is a communication, it's a two-way affair. Those of us who just come and speak, speak, speak to God, and we don't want to even hear one thing, those are the most rebellious Christians. Yeah. Yeah. I know some young people, when they are talking, they want you to just listen. Mommy, you are not hearing me, okay? They don't want to hear anything. The real people, when you hear one word from God, the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Not those that come and talk that God talk. <laughs> I mean, right. what is this God? You, you talk over God. I mean, are you a child? One time I went to my father. And then it was early in the morning, around 4.30. But I was going somewhere, so I needed to speak to him. So I tapped him. Daddy, daddy, daddy. And he got up, got so, and I said, I want to talk to you. I said, how dare you? Am I your child to come and wake me up at 4.30 to tell me, I want to talk to you? He got very mad. I understood. But no, you should want to listen. Even if I said, I wanted to discuss something with you. So many people, sometimes when they come with, to me, and they bring issues. I ask them, is it a decision or is it a discussion? If it's a decision, don't talk to me. Go. There's no need to come and tell me anything. It said, you made a decision. What am I coming to do? To come and, you know, um, discharge your decision on me. For what? You made a decision. You don't need counsel. Do you get the point? Now, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. It's they who wait on the Lord. When you wait on the Lord, you want to hear something from the Lord. You want to feel something from the Lord. You want to feel the presence of God. You want to walk in obedience. What does the Lord think about this? Greatest prayer is prayer that you want God's, not just God's involvement to push your agenda. What does God say? Amen. The biggest prayer that Jesus prayed, Father, if it is possible, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. But Christians of today, they are planned, they've seen the man that they want to marry and they want to inflict it on God. Before they even pray. Yeah. They've seen the business, say, God, come and sign, okay? Please, if you don't have a pen, let me give you a pen. Sign it. Mercy. There's no inquiry. Mm. There's no seeking. The Bible says, seek. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, it takes humility to seek. And pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face. I will hear from heaven. I will heal their, I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. That's God's movement, not ours. Mm. Amen. 
most Christians don't know what they I don't have anything credit card. I don't have anything my uncle. I don't have let me steal something. But watch this. I'm going to give you prayer positions and prayer relationships. Hannah is number one. Hannah's cheerful and emotional display of prayerfulness. You know, Hannah's crazy position that yielded fantastic results. Hannah chapter 1, verse number, hey, First Samuel <laughs> chapter 1. Now, we all know Hannah and Penina. Elkanah had two wives, Hannah and Penina. Is it okay to marry two? Or three or four? Anyway, that's another discussion. <laughs> but David married multiple. Okay. Anyway, let's go on. Now, um, Hannah, Elkanah had two wives, Hannah and Penina. Penina had many children. Hannah didn't have any children. And Bible says because, bring that. Uh-huh. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship the Lord. Uh-huh. Keep going. Next, verse 4. And when the time was come, Elkanah offered the kind of husband offered, he gave Penina his wife and to all his daughters, his sons and daughters, portions. One portion, one portion each. But unto Hannah, he gave a worthy portion because he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb. How can God be this wicked? I'm sure you're asking. Keep going. God had shut up. I'm going to show you something about this. And her adversary provoked her soul for to make her fret because the Lord had shut up her womb. It wasn't the devil. You know, let me tell you something. Many of us give too much credit to the devil. Every bad thing, ah, the devil is at it again. When Job lost everything, he said, the Lord gave, the Lord has taken. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you say it is the Lord, have a position as a Christian that the devil can do nothing against you. Amen. Good, bad, ugly, sweet from the Lord. All things work together for good to them that love God. Mm-hmm. I have mean, told myself, unless, even if God allows Satan, like Job, God allowed, it was Satan, but God was the one who allowed it. If a Christian is who you are for real, Satan can do nothing except the Lord accept it. That's true. Job was a man who was righteous. He also went through problems. Why is it that when we want to go through problems, Jesus Christ could have said, ah, devil is at it again. But he went to the Lord. Lord, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. In other words, he knows that God was the one who was giving him that bitter cup. Right. That's right. Listen. That's right. When you are in a bad situation, it's terrible enough already. Stop inviting the devil and giving him credit. Amen. Christians give too much credit to the devil. They call the devil before they call the Lord. I'm telling you, most people, when there is a situation, a bad situation, an accident, my goodness, the devil was after me again. Yes, the devil is a liar, but say, God, you are true. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But that is why I say that when problems come, you can't pray. The next thing you see is the devil. You always pray to the devil anytime there's a problem. Almost all Christians pray to the devil first. <laughs> You don't call it a prayer, but you mention him first when there's trouble. Yeah. The name you call into your problem, the first to appear can mess up everything. Yeah. Oh, you teach. When you are actually in an emergency situation, you don't call the paramedics 
but you call a boyfriend who has nothing to do. They can break your spinal cord. Meanwhile, if the paramedic had come, he would have fixed your neck first before carrying you. They carry you, they make things worse. Ladies and gentlemen, Job did not mention the devil even though he was at work. He said it's the devil, the Lord that must have allowed. And his wife tried to come and change it. That's right. And to say, curse God and die. Please, let's give credit to the left. Let, let the, the Lord, let God be true and all others be liars. Man. You try it. Just try it. Those things, they bring fear. But when you bring in the Lord, it brings faith. Yeah. Jesus kept speaking to the Lord. He even told the people, I can command angels to come. Only I'm not going to do it. Now watch this. Hannah's womb had been closed. And then verse, and, and so year by year, they went to the house of the Lord. And so the, the, uh, the, the adversary, the other way, provoked Hannah so much that she wept and could not even eat, did not eat. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to thee than ten sons? Husband, they don't understand wife language. Wifeology, most husbands don't study wifeology. They know very little about women. The woman is crying. It's the first thing she says, I'm better to you than son. Do you know what it means not to have a baby? Most men don't know that. Until you become a woman. So this man was a man, a man of... <laughs> Stature, but without knowledge about womanology. You know, wifeology. Then, verse 9, watch this. The pastor too didn't understand much. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh. The husband forced him to eat, forced her to eat. And after they had drank, now Eli the priest is also coming home, sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. Watch this. Watch Hannah. This is the attitude I want you to develop from today. Now that you finish the fasting and prayer, watch how to pray. And she was in bitterness of soul. And she prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your handmaiden and remember me, Lord, in case you've forgotten, remember me. Tell somebody, Lord, remember me. Lord, remember me. Lord, remember me. You know, one of the greatest prayers, blesses, may the Lord remember you. May the Amen. Lord remember you. Watch this. Remember me and don't forget your handmaiden. But will, if you will give unto your handmaiden a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life and there shall no razor come upon his head. Sometimes making a vow, one of the vows you make is your, your tithe. It's a covenant. It's a prayer. He vowed. So I don't allow people to come with their tithe without a prayer. She vowed. Every day make a covenant with the Lord. Yeah. Now watch this. And it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli marked her mouth. Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved. I know we know about tongues, kabaya, kabaya, kabaya. I'm teaching you another form of prayer. That does not, it's not loud, but it's powerful. 
for three days. You think we, if we had done Babaya for three days, I would not have a voice. Yeah, I told them, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. This is a marathon. So we do one or two hours, and, we do, and then we sit down, and then we wait on the Lord. We speak in our mouth. Nobody even hears us. We waited on the Lord. Watch this. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. God is not mute. You don't need to turn up the volume necessarily. There are times you need to cry out. Shabaya is important. But this is also prayer. And her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli, human being, even though he's a pastor, thought she was drunk. Now, Hannah, keep going, please. Watch this. And Eli said unto her, How long will you be drunk? Put away the wine from you. Real Christians who pray, they look crazy. Let me tell you this. Prayer, if you are a prayerful man, you will always look crazy. When there are things to do, you will sit down and look, give me one, one hour to wait on the Lord. That's crazy. Come on now. You just lost a job. Instead of going online to search, you sit down and you are talking to God. Say, give me one minute. I'm shutting myself up. And you are talking. Nobody is there. Your mouth is moving because you don't want anybody to hear your trouble. You know, the most intense requests are things you can't share to human beings. They will not understand you. That is why God created tongues. Because the Bible says, if you speak in an unknown tongue, you speak mystery. No man understandeth you. How be it in the spirit you speak mysteries unto God. Your prayer requests or topics, nobody has a business asking you, what are you asking the Lord? Not even Pastor Eli. It's a personal thing. And as you live your life after these three weeks, learn for your mouth to keep speaking to the Lord. Sit in the car. Lord, glory to your name. As you're going, it's going to be well. Father, I love you. Glory to God. Play songs and sing along. Those are prayers. Yeah. At my interview, I pray while I'm sitting with the panelist. He doesn't know what I'm saying. Yeah, especially at this COVID, when I wore the mask, sometimes I sing the words. They think I'm singing African language song. But it is between me and God. Nobody. My mouth opened, but they understood not the voice. You need to pray in tongues. You need to pray and speak to God, me and you, in the bathroom, in the toilet, in the secret of your pillow, in the secret of your closet. Yes. Become a Hannah. It doesn't matter what people think. Then Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink. But I poured out my soul before the Lord. It need not be loud, but keep pouring your soul before the Lord. Make a decision of your heart. Count not thine handmaiden for a daughter of Belial. I'm not drunk, I'm not crazy. For out of the abundance of my complaint and my grief have I spoken to the Lord. Pastor Eli, I didn't come to speak to you. I came to speak to the Lord. Please don't insult me. But I like the humility of this Hannah girl. She didn't come out with an outburst on the pastor. She just told the pastor, you have no idea what I'm going through. Her humility brought answers to her prayer. 
If it was some of us, said, look at that pastor. Look at that. How dare you tell me I'm drunk? Are you insulting me? You know what I've been through? You have not been able to lay hands on me to solve my problem. When I'm seeking the Lord, you are telling me I'm drunk and I'm a crazy woman. Is that what? I've left the church. Nonsense. Nonsense. It means noise with no sense. Nonsense. Someone say nonsense. Nonsense. It's a word. No, don't do that. Just be humble. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. The man repented at heart. Wow. What have I just said? Out of her humility, the man of God prophesied on her life. Go in peace. Come on, come on. Go in peace. Verse 18, please. Go in peace. Where is it? Go in peace. 17, yeah. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and God of Israel grant you your petition that you've asked of him. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. He didn't ask what was the prayer topic. He didn't know what he was saying. His mouth was as though he was drunk. When you're speaking in tongues and nobody is understanding, don't worry. God who needs to hear will hear. Sometimes a baby is crying and the mother says, this one, the diaper is wet. He said, no, no. The, diaper, the mother will keep that. You go and you check. The diaper is truly wet. How does she know? Only mothers know. God knows. Even your cry hears. Sometimes your silence is even heard by God. And God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou asked of him. Not the pastor, but God of Israel. Now watch this. And she said, let my hand, thine hand may find grace in your sight. In other words, you not heard anything, but remember me also. So the woman went her way and she did eat. And her countenance was no more sad. May the prophetic word change your position, change your situation. Yeah. When you are submitted to the man of God that God puts in authority over your life, his words will affect you. She never lost appetite again. Look at what happened. Verse 19. And they rose up in the morning early and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife. You got to do what you got to do, man. Just because you prayed, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do what you need to do. You, because you prayed, you won't go for interview. The job will not come as manna from heaven. The Bible says, ask and it shall be given you. Knock and the door shall be open. Seek and you'll find. It's people Amen. just ask and stop. That's only a third. You fail. That prayer, when you pray and you don't act, it is failure. Your faith is seen through your actions. Amen. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Okay? Three steps to prayer. After asking, keep seeking. After seeking, now go and knock yourself. This is what they did. Elkanah knew his wife, Hannah. And what happened? And, they, and, where they, and it came to pass. When time was come about, after Hannah had conceived, she conceived that she bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked him of the Lord. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Your long-standing problems will be dealt with if you take on the lifestyle of prayer that your lips will keep going up and down before the Lord, whether in church, in your car, everywhere. Pray without ceasing. Ladies and gentlemen, when you look like crazy, you look like drunk, 
People look at you. Why are you praying when you're supposed to be working? You tell them no. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 and 19, be not drunk with wine. We not be filled with wine wherein is excess. Don't be drunk with wine when it's excess. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and in hymns and in spiritual songs. In other words, the thing, drunkenness, causes you to speak. Spirituality will also cause you to speak as though you are drunk. Yeah. What alcohol does, the Holy Spirit does. Somebody will look at you because you are drunk and say you are abnormal. Look at the way you are behaving. You are singing a song. You are speaking. You are, we don't even understand what you're saying. When the Spirit of God comes upon you and you fill with the Spirit, you don't care whether people understand. Actually, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 13, if we are beside ourselves or we are mad or we are crazy, it's because we are doing it for the Lord. Anything you do for the Lord, you will look crazy, especially in this unbelief of worldly people. People don't understand. You pay tithe, they say you're a fool. You give a donation, you say you're a fool. You have your 89 birthday and they want a big party, but you come to church, you say you're a fool. You come for a prayer meeting. Even you now have believed that you're a fool, so you don't come for a prayer meeting. You wake up in the night to pray, say you're a fool. You are a young man and you stay as a virgin. You look crazy. Crazy. But when alcohol does it for you, they say you do okay. okay. The Holy Spirit will make you look crazy. Don't feel bad when you look crazy about spiritual things. It is just the same thing when you are drunk. And God will respond to your spirituality. Even if it looks crazy. Clap for Jesus. It's crazy for a physician to be preaching like this. Yeah. One of my church members, the most serious shepherds, the first time I saw her, and I invited her to church and have witness, she went to tell her husband, this pastor, what is this guy, doctor, what does he want? These are the people who are looking for money. He's a doctor and he wants more money. So he's inviting me. She said, she told her husband, I will never go to that church. Today all her family is here. It wasn't about money, but I looked crazy become spiritual it doesn't matter what they say bible says second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 13 for whether we, give me new living whether we are beside ourselves or we are crazy it is to god but when we are sober it is for your cause human beings will make you act normally even though spirituality wants you to act a little abnormal yeah like what we did it's abnormal to come here for three days is abnormal are you drunk are you crazy but the normal people didn't come. Yeah. The normal people didn't come for that spiritual encounter. They were not drunk enough. When we announce such crazy things, bring your crazy spiritual self. Man. I'll say it again. When such crazy announcements are made, let your crazy spiritual self mount up with faith. Crazy things like prayer. Crazy things like like by center meeting. Crazy things like soul winning. Crazy things like fasting. When you are so blessed, your refrigerator is full and you say, I'm not eating. Crazy things like that. Crazy things like you have a boyfriend and you feel the feeling of a feeling when the feeling comes with a feeling. And you still say, I'm going to remain a virgin. Crazy things like that. Rich. Yeah. Say, 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 say. Yeah. When I was in my relationship, somebody told me, 
go and look at this scripture. He said, because of the anointment, ointment, I think it's in First Solomon chapter 1, verse 5 or 7. Because of the ointment, the virgins do love thee. When a virgin loves you, keep that virgin until it's the right time. And the person told me, don't drop, because of the ointment, that's why you found a virgin. Keep it, keep the ointment clean with that virgin, otherwise you lose it. I told myself, I'll never touch this girl, never touch her until I marry her. Crazy things like that. And I was very strong, eh? like Joseph. We know, we know. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Crazy thing like that. Today, young people can't hold themselves back. The high men have holes in them by multiple piercings. Yes. I shouldn't say it. Say it, say it. They lose the blessing of the ointment in that relationship. No trust. Crazy things like that are the ones that bring the blessing. Joseph believed in being crazy when Potiphar wanted sex. Joseph said, no, I have a higher God who can supply me. Mm. Potiphar said, I can make you a head over this house. I even know how to kill my husband and you will become the next husband. If you can only just give me one pump. Sure. Ask someone, are you a gas station? <laughs> but Joseph said no. Okay. Because of that, went to prison. The same promotion the woman would perhaps pro pro proposed. He didn't even become, become the head in Potiphar's house. He became the head of the country. Wow. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. In fact, it is believed that oh, he actually oh, he married one of Potiphar's daughters. Amen. Crazy things like prayer. It's God. God sees it. So I'm into crazy things if I'm becoming spiritual. And being into crazy things, many of the faith things look crazy to the faithless world. That's why the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mark the perfect man and behold the upright. For the end of that man is peace. Yeah. I've lived my life that way. Look at, do I look? What's the word? No, I don't. Whatever word you put there, I don't. It's because I want to be crazy for the sake of God. Even if I look abnormal to you, no problem. If I become normal, I won't do what I'm doing. May prayer crazy as it looks, may it be your portion in Jesus' Amen. name. When you rise up, may people hear your prayer. Amen. Sometimes they don't hear your prayer. May you just be there. They feel you asleep. No problem. But your mouth is going. Hallelujah. Amen. I can only share one more and then we'll go. Number two, Jacob's all-night wrestling prayer yielded tremendous results. I see your Samuel being born. What people ridiculed you, opposition ridiculed you, Penina ridiculed you. But Samuel came. He bore Samuel. He bore four or five more children. Did you know that? Samuel had brothers and sisters. We didn't hear Penina again. Secondly, Jacob's all-night wrestling prayer yielded tremendous results. So number one is prayer position of speaking at all times. Even if nobody is hearing, wherever you go. This kind of prayer, you can pray anywhere. Even when you're working. Yeah. 
You can pray anywhere. They don't have to hear you. Let your mouth keep going. You're walking in your house and you're cooking. You're cooking. Oh Lord, it's going to be great this year. Wow. This my daughter is not going to become victim to this wicked boy. A new job in Jesus' name. I'm going to be a Christian properly this year. This year, I will not be rude because of you. Let your Holy Spirit fill me, Lord. I love you, Jesus. I worship you. That's Hannah. May God grant you your petitions. Amen. May grace find you. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. But when you need to also open your mouth, scream, Jesus Christ, he screamed. The Bible says he screamed so much that his sweat became like blood. There's a place for screaming. There is no shame. You may scream. That's the third one. But the second one is what I'm telling you. There's a place where you go and hide. Jacob, and you wrestle. Jacob was troubled. His brother was about to kill him. He had gone to steal. He had gone to take his family and run away from... Um, 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 uh, what's Jacob's uh, father-in-law called? Jacob's brother-in-law, father-in-law. Laban. Laban was chasing him from behind. Esau was coming after him from in front. Couldn't find anywhere. He just sent all the children away. Genesis chapter 32. Let's start from verse 22. The Bible says he sent his wife and his children out that night. He rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants and his 11 sons and passed over the brook for Jabok. And then he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over all that he had. I want to be alone. Silent, alone prayer. Then 20, and, he, and Jacob was left alone, alone. And there he wrestled with an angel, a man, with him until the breaking of day. All night prayer, dawn prayer, where you wake up, you want to be alone, you don't want any disturbance, wake up at three. Bible says in Mark 1.35, Jesus Christ, he rose a great while before day and he went to a solitary place and there he prayed. We're going to be having a lot of dumb prayer meetings this time. And everybody will be in your corner. You'll be like Hezekiah in the wall. Quietness but power. Where people will wrestle. And the Bible says, in the morning, no, please bring the Jacob story again. Now, he took them and sent them. Jacob was left alone. And there he wrestled with the man until the breaking of day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh gave way, was out of joint. And he still continued to wrestle. When you are hungry and you are still praying. When you are in pain and you are still praying. When your leg is numb, you are sick and you are still praying. And when he saw that he did not pray, he wrestled. Then verse 26. And he said, let me go. The angel said, let me go. Because the day is breaking. And he said, no, I will not let you go except you bless me. And he said unto him, what is your name? And he said, my name is Jacob. And he said, your name shall no more be called Jacob, but Israel. Because as a prince, 
now you have power with God and with man and you are prevailed. Clap for the Lord Jesus. There's a kind of prayer that when you pray, early morning prayers, it gives you power with God and with man. It gives you power with man is how to negotiate, how to talk, how to pass exams, how to relate with people, how to make way, favor with man, power. And power with God is supernatural power where you lay hands. The Bible says in Psalm 63, I believe it's, it is, from verse 1, it said, the Lord, God, thou art my God, early will I seek your face in a dry and a thirsty, Rachel, wake up, in a dry and a thirsty land where no man, where no water is. Yeah, my flesh longs for you. Why? So that what? So that I will see your power and your glory as I have seen in your sanctuary. You know what that means? Sometimes when you finish hearing the preaching, you feel so empowered. But you go home and there's nothing. It's like the pastor was lying. The Bible says the way to see this power manifest, when you leave here, don't just go because you felt empowered. Practice it. Early will I see. To see the power and the glory, the way it was presented in the sanctuary, it's not fake, it's real. But the way to do it, Lord, you are my God. The pastor is not my God. He presented my God to me. But Lord, thou art my God, verse 1. Early will I seek you. In a, my soul says for thee. Hunger. That's why I pray. Let's pray for my flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. You have not eaten, you have not drank anything, or you are fasting, or you are alone, isolated. That is a position God recognizes. Just like Jacob, he transformed his life. Jacob, who was a trickster supplanter, became Israel, the prince of God, with power with God and power with man. May that be your portion. May you become crazy for the spiritual reasons, even if some people think you are crazy. Do what you need to do. If we are crazy, it's because of the Lord. If we are normal, it's because of people. If you look at people, you will act all normally. Christianity has nothing normal about it. Faith has nothing normal about it. Jesus' behavior had nothing normal. There's a normal person allowed killing when you can actually stop it. There's a normal person do that. There's a normal person just stay without sin. What do you mean? So many women were following and he didn't do anything. There's a normal person pray in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. There's a normal person behave that way. Let's start becoming like Christ even if he looks crazy. Let's start becoming like Jacob even if he looks lonely and let's see God's power come through. May this year be your year of the most powerful prayers. Oh, prayers amen. that nobody hears. Ah, prayers that somebody ah, hears. Amen. Prayers that nobody sees you. Amen. Prayers in isolation. Amen. A man of prayer that is not even recognized as such and walk with the power with God and with man. Put your hands together rise to your feet. Wow. Rise to your feet. Put your hand on your heart. Say, Lord, make me like Hannah. Make me like Jacob. Put your hand on your heart, please. Say, Lord, give me the grace that was on Hannah. Give me the grace that was upon Jacob. Let my prayers reach you. Let me be a man of consistent prayer. A man of 
isolating that praise. A man who is crazy for spiritual things. A man who doesn't mind being crazy for the sake of the Lord. A man who does what Christ would have done. A man who decides, I'm changing. I was a trickster like Jacob, but I'm going to be Israel. Power with man and with God. Father, bless your people. This year. We're going to have prayer meeting every dawn, five to six on the prayer line, on the Zoom. Come and join and learn to pray so that I can take it into your closet. Every day, five to six a.m. by the grace of God. Father, bless your people with the spirit of prayer. Somebody's receiving the anointing of Epaphras, a man who labored fervently in prayer. Somebody is receiving the blessing of that angel that wrestled with Jacob. When you go home, somebody's life will never be the same. It will be your year of prayer lifestyle without season. If you are here, you don't know Jesus as your personal savior. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to honor the Lord with your heart. You want to say, Lord, I came here, you know, thinking some things about church and all, but... Now I want to make it personal, me and you, to dedicate my life to you. I want to be born again. I want to be sure that when I die, I will go to heaven. I want to be sure that if Jesus comes, he will take me and not, I will not be left behind. You want to be sure of that. This is your opportunity. A prayer only. A prayer of faith. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. God bless you. God bless you. I see those hands. One, two, three. Lift up your hand. God bless you. Father, look at those hands. An angel will touch that hand. Keep it up. Father, keep your hand up. If you, God bless you. See that hand. Father, see that hand. See that hand. See that hand. Now, if your hand went up, I want you to come to the front. I want to pray for you. Come to the front with all eyes closed. Just walk up to the front. God bless you. Just walk up to the front. Your hand was up. Just walk up to the front. One, two, three. Walk up. Do something as crazy as that. You don't care who is looking. Come. This is the first step to that crazy spiritual lifestyle. You see the difference. Walk up. I saw two ladies. One, two. Come, come. Don't, don't be ashamed. Walk up to the front and see the Lord bless you. Now, wherever you are, you didn't come, but you feel like speaking and giving your life dedicated to the Lord. Say this after me. Those in front as well. Say this after me. Say, Almighty Father, I come sincerely from the bottom of my heart to dedicate my life to you. I know I'm a sinner, but please forgive me for all my sins and wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus Christ died for me and God raised him from the dead. By this faith, I confess it that I'm a child of God. I am born again. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.